The start order is 17423985. The Extra Lap RC Podcast. Yeah, welcome to the Extra Lap RC Podcast. My name's Aidan Burke, and as always, I'm joined by not very essential Mark Noah. Hi, Martin, how are you doing? I'm very well, Aidan. Yourself? I'm not essential either. Um, no, I don't but like I'm you. Get- but, and of course, we, well, no one's going to believe this now, but we have just spoken to Joey, who's managed to sneak a little five minutes in before his, um, his shift break, whatever. Um, but he won't be joined this week. But if we all think positive things and cross everything we've got, maybe we might get Joey back next week. Oh, I thought you were going to say he might just go away for good. <laughs> you, well, I'm not being funny. You never know. We're trying to audition as many people for his We are. Well, let's get on with inter- interview for Joey's replacement number five. Okay, Who are we going to speak to today? So tonight we have the one and only Bish train, Tony Bishop. Hi, Tony. Are you there? I am here. How are you? I'm great, mate. And have you still got Martin? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Martin. Hello, Tony. Thanks for joining us this evening. Um, how's things going in the world of Tony Bishop? Uh, okay, uh, not very busy, like a lot of people. Um, currently furloughed off work, so not a lot going on. Well, I, oh, I don't know. That, I think that's a, some people are still working. You know, me and Martin just don't really have proper jobs. People are furloughed no. and things along that line. Um, are you doing any? Are you doing any toy car stuff? Like any prep, or have you just put it in a corner like I have? It's in a corner. It was all uh, prepped ready for the first regional, which would have been the end of March. So they, we had a MAMS middle of March. Um, it got cleaned, uh, chain set up and stuff for the, that after that day. And then on the Saturday after it, which was the Saturday before lockdown, we went up the track and I did some laps with it. And since then, it's gone in the cupboard and that's about it. Wow, I got, well actually that shows how bad it is. I'm really impressed that you've actually got some laps on Astro. Yeah, it was about now four weeks away ago. Right. So it was the yeah, be the yeah, it was the Saturday before lockdown because on the Monday we decided that was it and uh, done because we went up the track just to t- basically remove all the important uh, items from up there so they're all in in my garage so all the pa generators and stuff like that so all that we just locked it all down and locked it all up on that uh that uh saturday right okay well just for anybody else who doesn't know you um you know you you're, you're the mighty tony bishop you are the bistro um you run telford I'm yes sure with other people but you run telford and also you are the. Are you still the regional rep for the Midwest? I am for this year. Yes. I thought you were going to stand down. I did. Uh, there, no one came forward in time, but uh, we have got someone there lined up for 2021. Uh, right. Okay. Shows you what a great job. You what a great, great. Well, great job you're doing, and how what a terrible job being a regional rep is. It's it's not the easiest job in the world. Oh, it's <laughs> lovely. We love it. Yeah. It's uh, easy yeah. this year. 
Oh yeah, this this year is a double. Yeah. Night. Got over a hundred entries in for the uh, regionals, and then decided to cancel them all. Yeah. Great. Yeah, you, you guys. Obviously, we we in the northwest don't go anywhere until after Easter. Um, but so you guys were all booked in. Had you started your regionals yet, Martin? Oh no, we were we were due to start the, the weekend when they announced the lockdown. Wow. So, so nothing, nada. So that's why, if you're in charge of Telford, you just you, you haven't just stolen all the equipment at Telford. You're the person who got the short straw to store it. Yes, <laughs> we're waiting to be. I had the biggest boot, I think. Perfect to put it all in, but uh, yeah, I have popped up a couple of times just to check it's all okay and nothing's gone round, and it, it just looks exactly the same. The grass is a bit longer at the moment, but uh, it's just a, such a shame this is going on with all this glorious weather we've had uh, had recently. That was unbelievable because. We we used to, we were planning to go outside as of Tuesday last week. Uh, would have been the first time outdoors, but I think we would have made it out before Easter with how nice the weather was and uh, how light the nights are. Because I've been in the years past, we've been up there in April and it is bitingly cold. And as soon as the sun starts to drop, it this the, the temperature goes. But uh, it's been beautifully uh, nice up. Uh, Nicely, the uh, last four weeks, but uh, as as it goes with the weather, as Martin might have noticed, as Saturday <laughs> had just gone, was the it uh, would have been the national at uh, Kidderminster. It rained all day. Yeah. So, of all the dry weather we've had, and it would have ended up with uh, a wet day at Kidderminster on the, on Saturday. Yeah, it was dry on Sunday. Yes, yeah, Sunday was gorgeous up here. Because again, I, I'm about 40 minutes north of uh, Kidderminster, so we roughly get the same weather. Right. So, would it have been? Oh, I was—I have to say silvers because that's all we've got in the south. But, but is it like silvers that would have been silvers stroke ballistic wet all day at Kidderminster the first national? It would have been silvers. Silvers uh, just work better on the uh, tarmac and uh, yeah, the tarmacs and the cobble sections than the, what the ballistics do. Uh, and would it have been silvers all day? Um, if it was raining, yeah. If it, as soon as it uh, dries, it does. If it's lot standing water on the track of Kidderminster, you it will dry quite quickly. But uh, it did rain mostly into the middle of the afternoon. Just not massive heavy rain, but uh, a drizzle. Oh, the best kind of rain. The rain that gets you wet. Well, yeah, no, well, it's the rain that makes you have a tired decision. Yeah. You're thinking, oh, can I put yellows on? But these guys are the nationals. These guys are all booked in and all those things, I'm assuming for Tony now. Um, so would you, were you used to thinking about this, like on the week like, leading up to that would have been the first national? Was that a hard week for you guys? Um, a little bit. Um uh, again, we would have had two regionals, so missed two regionals. The, that, the first regional sat out, uh, sat in the sunshine going. Uh, and it was at Telford as well, so it was like, yeah, getting up at half eight <laughs> on the Sunday morning <laughs> was so nice. And not getting, because it would have been the our first, at, at, with a bit of Telford, I would have been at the track probably about half six on that Sunday morning. 
Yeah. So uh, it was nice not getting up. But yeah, the week... No, to be fair, you don't really notice it up until probably the Friday. I think I think I noticed it because I was I was due to have the day off anyway. For we was meant to be having Sky uh, Q fitted, so I'd got the day off. I was going to have a day prepping the cars, um, and uh, so I was at home, basically I was at home. So that was when I thought about it. But I didn't really mention it until to Sarah until the Saturday going. Yeah, I would have been at Kidderminster today. Oh. Well, I, yeah. I, did, the bit, I think for Martin, was Martin put a, a really good post up on Facebook with a picture of Kidderminster on Saturday, weren't you? First thing Saturday morning. Yeah, I sat there and it, it flashed up on my on my like calendar first national. Yeah, it was a surreal feeling, really. Yeah, I deleted all the race dates out of the calendar some yeah, point last week. All of them went. <laughs> well, I, the other thing that I, I, I shouldn't say last because people were upset was that Martin did that. And I think Craggy basically stole your picture. And, yeah, uh, I, I stole it. Yeah, yeah. And then he just crushed Facebook with, you know, what we all would have known has happened in the first round of the Nashville two wheel drive that Craggy would have taken the first TQ. Yeah. <laughs> He's like a monster. Have you seen his um, post today with his um, taking the mick out of uh, the Mexican drug dealer? No, oh, yeah. I haven't. He's done a, is it, is, don't get me wrong, because I'm not into my Mexican drug dealers. Is it <laughs> El Chapo or someone? There's like three pictures of him in, sol- in like solitary confinement. And Neil's kind of like copied the picture. It's quite a good post. Worth a look. Um, I, I have. <laughs> I saw it just before we came on. Um, I think he's done again. Smashed the internet. Love, love that on ledge. Um, so if we can try and talk about nationals, then first because Bish, I always thought that you well, you've drove an X-ray for most of the time that I've sort of known you. I don't know if you've been there, and then you switched from X-ray to Schumacher sort of the end of last year. Um, any decent gossip for that, or did you just fancy a change? It was just fancy in a change, uh, more than anything. Um, fancy, yeah, fancy to, to go to. It's one team I hadn't been to. Uh, Trish had been asking me for God knows how long since he uh, was working at Schumacher about uh, possibly going across there because, again, uh, they do quite a bit of testing at the track. So, and uh, I did think it, it seemed an, a good time to swap. At that point, with uh, needing whatever I would have needed to get new cars for 2020 anyway, so it did make sense just to at that point swap. Then it's funny because he asked me not to join, I just ignored him. (laughs) (laughs) No, nobody asked me anything. Um, I just just turned off. Um, one, I, I did. I think again, one of the pictures I stole off the Facebook for you was. It, I'm sure it's the picture where you've sat there and got a picture of your car when you're wearing the hoodie. And I want to know: which, your car looks like it's been ready for weeks, but it looks like you've only just got the hoodie that day. Bit, yes, the hoodie just came out of the bag at that point in time. Yeah, thanks. So no, I, unless no, it's just I think. No, hang on. I think I had the hoodie and the thing. It was the shelves I was waiting for. Oh, okay. for it. So I think I think I ordered the cars and the hoodie at the same time. Uh, got the sh- uh, 
got him down to uh, the shelves down to Chris Yardy, and he got him and then uh, got him back and put him on the car and went out on the on the road. And then because we have to talk about the winter now, um, did you do much racing over the winter? Where did you I go? Didn't, I didn't do that much. I did mams because obviously with our clubs it was uh, that. So I raced the two wheel drive. I did enough rounds in two wheel drive. I think I finished fourth or fifth. Can't remember now. Um, and I did a couple of rounds with a uh, four wheel drive. And uh, did the odd meeting. I went down to Torbay uh, in December. We had a nice weekend away. Uh, went down on the Friday night. Uh, did park one Saturday morning. Had a nice breakfast. Went to the spa. Yeah, you did, and, didn't and, you? And then uh, went. To, we were going to go out in, down into Torquay at the night to go down and find a restaurant and watch the thunder and lightning storm. So we stayed in the hotel and then based on Sunday. Did you beat Martin? I didn't Martin go. didn't go. No. He's such a, he does that all the time. You know, when the big guys turn up and travel, he just never turns up. <laughs> what was your excuse? I think I was racing somewhere else. I think I was racing outdoor. I can't remember. Didn't you go to Torch? Didn't you go to Torch? I went went to Torch indoors because I promised Steve Brown I'd go there. Sounds like you're just avoiding the Bish. Wow. I've raced with Bish, I know what it's like. (laughs) It's it's best we're not on the same track at the same time. Yeah. (laughs) Well, a couple of times you'd booked in for MAMS and you cancelled, and I changed classes to be in the same uh, class as you, and then you cancelled. Yeah, but it only counts because of weather. It was only, yes. It's just, it's just horrendous long drive to stand in the rain. Exactly. But right. there we go. We won't say that next year. No. We'll be like, oh, that's all right. We've had four months off. I don't mind driving two and a half hours to race me toy car. Um, I think I've uh, asked a few people this. Um, we're not going to hold you to this, Tony. When do you think we might get outside? It's hard to say. It, it, it depends on what the government come back with uh, when we get out of lockdown to start with and then what guidelines they come back with with social distancing. Now, I, I kind of hope that there might be some direction from the BRCA with what clubs can, can and can't do to start with, but it'd be support your local clubs. And hopefully the the clubs we can manage social distancing in a big massive field. Mm. I don't know. But my thing with that is, how do you? Are we gonna have to marshal in disposable gloves? It's well, you could have your own gloves. It wouldn't shouldn't be that much of an issue to get gloves to do that. <gasps> Do you know what but, I found? A set of gloves. Yeah. If you've got a nice car, they give you like a first aid kit. Yeah. And in your first aid kit, two sets of gloves. But it's going to be July earliest, I would have thought, before we even <laughs> are given the, the maybe a possible chance to do club meetings with small numbers. I think I think I agree with you there. I think that would be the. I think, I think September. I'm still convinced September. 
but yeah, it will depend on what well, less than three weeks' time when they decide what if they're going to carry on with lockdown or not. But it'd be again early Just... on the sense of caution. Really, there's no point rushing back into doing anything we we don't really need to do. No. No, I did say that to a few people when they talked about Southport and said, I think we'll be one of the last to open. So if you say, if if you're open, we won't open straight away. Yeah, because you're in a public park as well, so you have got people wandering around, which, again, you don't know where they've been. Yeah. But uh, we're probably like with Mendip or with us. The only people who will be in that f- field are your people you will actually know. So, right, you... okay, yeah. You, yeah, you'll never, you'll, I've not been to Telford actually. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you've been really... past it. You must, must have been past it at some point on the A41. Oh, I'm not good on the roads. Um, I've been to Kidderminster. Is it yeah. near there? Um, like, yeah, about we're 40 minutes north of there. Oh, so nowhere near there then? No. Okay. I think the one time we did go to try to go to Kidderminster with the threes, fours, and fives of the year, and the M6 was shot. Yeah. So we got there, we left nice and early and got there in like an hour and a half. And then, you know, some guys would be stuck on the road for seven hours. They were not happy when, we, when they got to the pub. Well, did you, would you have gone down the M6 to get to Kidderminster? Did you go down that or did you cut across country? Tommy likes motorways. Okay. So, um, and I am literally chauffeured everywhere to toy car meetings by Tommy. So, I, I really don't know. Me and Paulie just probably sat in the back and played cards. Um, that's why we're not good, no good on roads. <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I, th- I think you're right. It, it would be great to think that we can get out for June or July or, well, July and... I, I, yeah, I, I said to a few people, I'm not cancelling my Mendip hotel on the first of August. Is it, is it the first weekend of August or second? It's first weekend, and um, yeah, first weekend, yes, well, it was. Yeah. yeah, that was my. So we're not cancelling that. So we might go to Mendip if we're, if we're obviously if we're allowed to. Well, I had booked a premiere in for that meeting, and I cancelled it, and then thought, oh, I'll just go back on on the uh, website to have a look. And it was £15 cheaper. <laughs> so I, was, I was half tempted to rebook it back then. But uh, just if I, thinking, well, I'd, I'd said if we don't race, if we'd got the, still got the hotel, we would have uh, probably gone down. But at this point, it's not even worth the risk to do uh, go away for the weekend somewhere at that point in time. No, no, especially not to work down by Martin. I'm sure they probably blockade the roads. <laughs> I've heard, I heard they have been. Yeah, it's it's been pretty brutal down here. They've been turning people away and pulling people over. And... Yes. Uh, we, we were lucky with it. Well, I, I, yes, we were all lucky that you know, Pete Lyons and Alec Haywood sorted themselves another podcast episode for the 300 this week. Um, and I think Pete and, and Alex were both saying stories about, you know, the things people have done to people who think that they've gone on holiday. Uh, you know, graffitiing holiday homes and roadblocks and overzealous oh. policemen. It's just, it's just a different world. I, you know, I, I agree 
with something we said, you know, though it's not terrible, it's not, it's, it's just the worst thing I've ever lived through. Yeah. You know, no one's torturing us. We get to sit in our houses and the weather's low, but we can't race our toy cars. I just can't get in my car. And I, I, I've said it before. I, I am finding it a bit tough. But I did this weekend um, sort out my first Schumacher order of the summer um, and ordered some bits. I've got an alloy diff. Have mm. either of you guys got an alloy diff yet? Yes. No. No. Should I have? Is, is it good? Is it going to be great on Astro Martin? If the grip's really high, yeah. It just, it just keeps the car a little bit um, planted. It's just a bit more weight in there over the bat. Wow. Okay. I, I'm wait, waiting for that to turn up. And I might uh, try and get hold of a, a, a wheel radio to see if I can play with that in the back garden. <laughs> just to see if that works. Otherwise, I'll just... Fix her faster. The, the only person I know who has actually changed from sticks to wheel is Kit Jones. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Yeah. Did it over one winter. Did he? Ooh. He seems quite quick as well. He is very quick. He's very quick, yeah. Well, if you two say that, he must be bloody quick. Did he race fours with us? He did, yeah. yeah. Okay, um, what, what, what are you doing then? If you're not racing for a car, um, are, are you still allowed to run? I think, uh, yes, you are. But, but you know, you park do. runs. Yeah, they they were cancelled because obviously they're well. Telford's is, is normally around six hundred people, so they they cancelled them pretty quick. And there's been an um, update that's coming. They're not reopening to at least the end of May. Um, but yeah, you can we can go out and run. Personally, I haven't <laughs> since. Uh, well, before we went into lockdown, I had actually got a cold and a cough and. Uh, and when they said our park run was going to be cancelled, it was like, oh, that's great. I can now not go go there, have a, have a uh, Saturday off. And then was meant to have been doing a, a 10K run uh, Easter Sunday, and they cancelled that. So, And again, it's, it's finding the motivation to go out and run myself. Where right. It's not too bad. I can do it with groups of people in doing park run because it seems like the motivation you, that you can't you don't want to stop you don't want to stop and it, when i've run on my own i, I kind of get bored i've got no one to chase or so i haven't really been that bothered about going out and running but me and sarah have been all about get back into it because we would want to get don't lose the fitness completely when uh, before we actually, when we are actually are allowed to come back and do park runs and stuff like that and the, and the races. Well, I, I'm sorry, you've, you've, you've ruined my thoughts there because I thought you would just run ahead of everybody, get in front, and just do a bish train of runners. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm nowhere near fast enough to do anything like that. Well, some people say you're not fast enough to do it on a toy car track, but you do it anyway. Yeah, I do a decent job of uh, widening my car out and to get whole people up. Do you think do you have to do that because of where you're racing in the Midwest? Do you think, well, once I've got here, there's like seven fellas who could go past me in my sleep? Uh, it was more than seven. <laughs> <laughs> Easily seven who get past me. Is that where the bish, 
do you think do you, are you happy with your nickname as the Bish Train? Uh, it ca- kind of came from more from micros more than anything else. Uh, I have, have a rec- recollection it came from Andy Jones when we I want to say we did the indoor finals at Worcester, and I I snuck uh, came behind him on the rostrum and said, uh, "Are you new, doing your normal trick of being the caboose?" Nice. And then and then it was a uh, something that came to about our being the bish train holding everyone up. So that's where it came from, which is gonna be about ten years ago. Yeah. Again, I, I did do some stalking and found some pictures and thought. That's a really small car that Tony Bish is holding. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to Micros? Bish Batch- killed it. <laughs> batteries, I think it was the problem. Batteries <laughs> and 10th cars getting better and the technology getting better so they could run them on the and EOS carpet. With the EOS carpet coming in, that people could actually just run the 10th cars. Because we ran Micros because 10th cars didn't work indoors. Back towards like two thousand eight, two thousand and nine, they were just See, big com- Yeah, they were micros big down com- here were popular, and then John John Pinky Baker killed them <laughs> with the LC longer, strange micro, and it killed it. Yeah, I think we 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 took them as far as we could could and. The technology was getting so quick. The cars were just sillyly quick. They were just stupid. And as soon as we got EOS carpet, they were even more quick because they just, where the uh, the Prima Falk carpet, you had some give in it and uh, it these are just, they just accelerated and they were sillyly quick. But uh, the last year, the last full year, they, they, they seemed to drop off soon as the the brca announced that we were going at a go hard case lipos at the end of that season and uh they weren't getting the hard case well hard case lipos were about best part of 40 quid where the lipos we were running we were getting them for like 10 pound from hobby king from hobby king yeah yeah and when i when we first started micros the most expensive piece in the car and the car if you separate it all the was, was the PT. <laughs> oh, yeah, it would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah, Plus the we, PT. We had at least two heats at Southport at one point. Yeah. Uh, did we have to buy one car and then get a longer chassis? Were we running Shark? Yeah, the LRP Shark and then the, um, the long wheelbase chassis came out, which was a truggy chassis, I, I think. Because um, there was the LRP Shark, the FTX Blaze. Um, there was another make as well. They all looked exactly the same. Came out of the same factory, just di- different, uh, differently boxed up. Right. Okay. But I was looking at my Shark the other day. Uh, it's in 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 a uh, cardboard box hidden in the garage. So I, I was think... looking, came across that the other day. Well, again, I saw the pictures, and it was one of the things I thought of because I remember we used to run buggies and micros indoors. Yeah, and of course, for the, the you know, we run a decent width tenth tra- track indoors. So for a, for a micro, it was the biggest track you'd ever seen. Yeah, loads of space. They had all the power in the world. 
I think the first time we went to Silverstone with them for a national and we had it on the Sunday after their winter series on a Saturday. And Matt, Matt, we were there and Matt only said, what do you always do? He said, just take that. If it moves a straight one, one lane in and we, we ran around that track and that was, it was enormous for them. But you went from there or like down to Swansea was probably one of the smaller tracks. Caldicott again was a it was, it, Caldicott was the right size for them. It's just the right size or the right amount of features. Yeah. So, but one of the things I think you said was something I've not thought about is that just tenth car, tenth cars got better. Yeah, that was the thing. Tenth uh, cars get better because when we started running micros, rear motor cars weren't even thought about. They were the X6 was probably around, came in roughly around the same time as micros, but that was the only one. Mm-hmm. So, and they were just. I did uh, some of the Welsh regional series back probably 2009, 2010, and we did. I did the uh, micros and buggies, and doing four wheel drive around the same tracks as what the buggies were doing. That was just scary on occasions, especially on some of the jumps at Caldicott. We was getting some serious height. Yeah, it looks action packed. So, if if you're not going to be taking all the way back to the beginning, which I love to do, if you're not going to be the Midwest rep next year, does that mean you're going to get the top job at the BRCA? Uh, no, hell no. <laughs> not what I heard. If if I had a, a pound for every time someone's mentioned that to me in the last uh, two years. Uh, I'd be definitely not racing model cars. Well, there you go. You're the man for the job. Everyone wants you to do it. Easy. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know, Bish. You, I, I think you'd be perfect. I do, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> we might, you know, the, you know, we might get more help from Wurzel next year because of what's gone on this year. But again, we go back to the same point. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, someone someone will come forward, but uh, we'll see who who uh, offers and uh, who is the right candidate for the job. Well, <laughs> but if we're still in lockdown, like uh, or someone starting the semi lockdown, Paul won't be able to won't be let out anyway. No, nah, that's true. Yeah, but yeah, it's a really good point. Um, so. If you if they turn around and said lockdown ends tomorrow, is your car's all ready to go? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just need to charge the batteries up. Can you do that in your car as you drive to the track? Uh, no, but I'll take a generator with me. Probably take half an hour to charge one here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll do that while I'm packing the car up and then drive up there. And it, yeah. Get a battery on charge. So yeah, if if we if we could, if it would, someone said yes, you could go and practice on there tomorrow. I would be there so quick. God. And then sit on the probably law, on the lawnmower for the next two uh, next two days cutting the grass. Okay. Uh, well, one of the things that I was thinking of, um, I saw a post from Mendip this evening, Martin. Yeah. Regarding. I don't know how to read it. I don't know whether they need 
but they don't need help financially. But I'm telling that to Telford. How's Telford? Is that okay? You're going to be all right? Are your members helping? Do you need it? I don't. Um, at the moment, we are okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, with Telford, uh, we're okay at the moment. We're good till probably if we didn't race uh, until November of 2021 before the funds would run out. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, with, with rent. So rent's due next month. So got that. Uh, and then uh, and we pay annually as well. So And uh, was basically, I was, think, was thinking, oh, we're good. We've got a regional. We would have had a truck national before the, uh, the rent was due. So we'd have a tidy sum put away for the when the national for for work for for the national and then the national itself so at the moment i'm not concerned that the club will disappear at this point in time or we, we, if it's not like we're going to need money soon right but when everyone back at, i don't know i was thinking at southport i might just put a pound on everyone's race fee it wouldn't hurt people people won't notice that <coughs> Exactly. You know, I, I think I've mentioned it before. Eric hates it when I mention these things, but you know, Southport were okay. You know, the council are that disorganised. You know, as long as we pay them, they're fine, and it's it's it, it's hardly anyone at all for us. We're really lucky to have that park. But I could see that other clubs might have issues. How's how's Mendip doing, mate? Are you support locally? Yeah. I mean, it's it's okay. It'll go. We got enough to keep it going for five, six months, maybe a bit more. But it's just more about awareness that you know, if if you're in the southwest, it is the only permanent club or track that you can go to all year round. Is now's a great time to, if you know, you were thinking of joining, to join up, and it would just help us secure the place for the future. We just don't want to get nine months down the line and go, oh, we've got no money now. What do we do? So. It's it's a uh, we're okay, but for anyone that can help, great. You know, and we're not saying donate money. We're saying become a member. You can use the track because there are a lot of people in the southwest that are not members. You know, and it is your their only permanent track. So that was really what the post was about, just to say, you know, we're here, and you know, no, we can't use the track at the moment. But if you want to kind of give us some support, become a member, and then. When it does clear in July, September, you can come and use the track. So, brilliant, good idea. Yeah. I don't want to disappear as, as like Tony and, and yourself. Abel, we we all put a lot of hard work into our own clubs, and you you don't want to see it go. No, no, we don't. And I know some clubs have different issues to others. Yeah. Um. So I think that's important. Not one thing is going to be right for everybody. No. You know, us putting a pound on everyone um, seems like a sensible thing to do. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how what Telford's like regarding race fees. I'm, you're probably one of these people who charge people like four quid or something, aren't you? Well, we Tuesday nights we charged. I well, I charged five quid this bill last year. Right. And that's because we had a, a summer series, and I, I I put an extra quid on for prizes at the end. So we we had um, um, I got vouchers off uh, Ian at Penn Models, so uh, we di- we did that to pay for that. But we 
made a great profit out of it. Like the one night we had 29 drivers turn up, which doesn't sound a lot, but on a Tuesday night when it's kind of limited, but three heats of three full heats. And we did, I think we did four rounds in the final that night. And it was, it, I was, I was exhausted at the end of it. It was worse than running uh, timekeeping at, at a regional. <laughs> and I was racing as well. But it was, uh, it was a couple of weeks before the junior and vets there. So we'd, we'd got um, Tommy and Jamie, Kevley had come down. He'd been down a few times over the, over the uh, summer as well. Because again, it's, it's kind of one of his local uh, clubs from where he is for racing in, in the week. So he, he brought the two lads down as well. Yeah, that's, you know, I, I, that's the thing. Clubs are going to have to do different things. Um, I don't know whether I, when we all start back, I don't know which hat I'm going to wear. Am I going to be the, oh, don't worry about it, we'll enjoy our racing, anything can go on? Or am I going to turn into some sort of super Nazi? <laughs> <laughs> and literally enforce every rule. I can, because I can, because the you threat should... of just packing stuff up and go home is now twice as effective as it ever was. Well, I went and did the weekly shop at Tesco this morning and got told off twice for doing things wrong. Once I nearly ran because I now put a complete one-way system up every aisle. Yeah. And I was completely minding my own business, went from one aisle, looking at the shopping list, and went to turn up, and not one way. And it, it, I'd only literally just turned, I didn't even got into the aisle and got shouted at, going, you can't go up there, that's the, that's the, you, that's the exit of that aisle. And then when I put, in the, uh, stuff, on, I put stuff on the checkout, went down to put it into the bags, and my, I, my foot was the wrong side of the black line. Now, I know that they're doing it for our safety, and but I was thinking, oh, this is, fun. This is going to be fun. Wow. <laughs> oh, we were, I think we're just a lot nicer up in the northwest, mate. <laughs> um, I, I think we had a few people go the wrong way in our Tesco's, but we just, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's... But, yeah, they've, they've done it one way all the way in and all the way around the supermarket and then you end up back at the uh, it's it's quite funny that the checkout aisle is where the uh, wine and the lager is perfect it's the last one so you, you queue up in that and then you get called across to the uh, the checkout you need and you then fill any space you've got on your trolley with a red bottle <laughs> yeah <laughs> complete space that's, that's awesome I, 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 we should really check our list, Martin, because we've talked about him not being, but being the re, um, the Midwest Regional Rep. Yeah. You know, we've talked about him becoming the new chairman of the BRCA or, or some committee position. Um, <laughs> we, 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 we've got to the bottom of why there's a Bish trade. Yeah. What a lovely half hour we spoke with Tony Bishop. How are you doing? Is is there anybody else you'd like to thank or abuse or just say nice things about before we let you go? <laughs> um, I could abuse Phil Slay and Andy Jones. Uh, we've been doing a quiz night on a Sunday night at one of it's the, well, it's my local, it's mine and Phil's local. Uh, it's run by Stuart McDonald. If again, micro drivers, 
uh, will recognise the name. He used to be the, like the MC for us when we was doing uh, micros. He he's landlord for the grazing cow at Lawley in Telford, and he does a quiz night in the pub on a on a Sunday night, which he's now doing online. So anybody wants wants to have a laugh, what uh, watch do and read some of the comments. But uh, yourself, Phil and Andy and uh, Stacey, Tina and uh, Sarah have been doing the quiz. And Stu, it was it made the million pound question on who wants to be a millionaire look easy. Some of the questions he was <laughs> reading out on uh, a Sunday night, I think we got eleven out of forty eight. Was that your team? Were you a team? Were you a Bish Jones Slay team? Well, we're we're just the Bish and Slay team on the Sunday night because Jonesy was busy, but he was doing it himself because we normally do it over a video call between the three of us, so we can uh, we can chat and get the give the answers to each of us over a team. Because the first week we did it, we did it all separately, and then uh, so we said, "What we'll do on a video link." So we do so we can see each other a bit on a on a at one point over the weekend. But yeah, it's been a good fun. Hopefully, Stu will uh, make the questions a bit easier this week for us. But uh, uh, I I had a, a lovely evening in a, a Weatherspoons. Um, I think it was at the threes, fours, and fives at Southport the last time they were there with Andrew Jones. Oh yeah, he told me things that turned my hair even greyer <laughs> than it was. Um, the man has a, a long, long memory. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why we don't take the mick out of him, because everyone knows he remembers it. Yeah. Um, other than those three guys who have clearly been important to you, is anybody else you yeah. thank before we let you go? Uh, just like to thank uh, Sarah for co- uh, coping with my racing. <laughs> uh, and thank the lads at Telford Modern Car Club who help uh, obviously run the club with us. And I thank uh, Schumacher RC as well for sponsoring me for this season of not racing. Oh. Yeah, we'll meet again, mate. As the Queen yes. says, we'll meet again. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be in a much lower final than you two, but I'm sure we'll still sort it out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, mate. Tony. Right. Thanks for your time. Speak to you later. No problem. Cheers. See you, Martin. See you, Aid. Cheers, Tony. See ya. Well, that was great speaking to Tony Bishop. Uh, Really nice to find out how, you know, the mighty Midwest are getting on. Um, So now what we tend to do is, we thought we didn't talk about about RC cars. We're going to talk about something about RC cars, things we've seen on Facebook and what else we're doing to keep ourselves together. Uh, I'm actually lucky enough, even though we've now spoken to Joey twice tonight, though no one else has heard that, we're joined by my good friends, Chris Cherry. Hi, Chris, how are you doing? Evening. Hello, Chris. No, mine. You all right? Yeah, I'm good. Um, Chris, Joey working again? (laughs) Yeah, he's being essential. Yeah, whatever. (laughs) <laughs> no, I know, no, no. You know, Martin gives him some abuse, but you know, he is essential. He is uh, a, a big member of our team, and we're going to... literally, yeah, literally, um, and we're definitely not. Okay, that's we're definitely not trying to interview Joey's replacements, um, mate. So you're, you're just, yeah. 
just in case anyone else doesn't know, yeah, yeah. I always think you're a South Lakes person. But do you actually live there? Uh, yeah, I live about five minutes from the track, but I'm more Southport. <laughs> yeah, you do, mate. And um, I always say that um, if Tommy's not going anywhere, you're the person who look after me. Oh yeah, we've well, got to be done. Yeah, yeah, that's which is what I always enjoy. And it's not recently because it actually happened a few weeks ago. But I think you changed your picture on Facebook. Is you're sort of trying to step up into the new six K PR kind of team manager role? I have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Officially, it was uh, last month, but as you say, I just changed my profile picture the other day, and everybody's gone on it. Yeah, because. Um, I'm going to say, is it purely the way that people see the, how you've looked after me when Tommy is not there? Is that sort of point one of your RC Racing CV? Yeah, look after Aiden, check. Yeah, if I can do that, if I can look after Aiden, then 15, 20 other people are perfectly fine. Yeah, there's a few more than that, but yeah, we're getting there. Brilliant. Um, and of course, you also uh, looked after all of the Northwest guys as we went down to the Grand Prix. Yeah, that was a trick and a half. That was a, a great weekend. Great weekend, and you looked after all of our northwest stuff. Picked our hotels, uh, made sure we did all that. You were like the dad of the group. Thanks very much, mate. Yeah, I was the stepping Tommy. Yeah, uh, at least you had a lion. <laughs> we did. We did have a lion. Um, so, mate, how's it going? Um, how did you get any racing outdoors before we all stopped? No, it was uh, I was just did I missed the last round of uh, Southport, and we were going to go outdoors for a few, a couple of test days, but it just never happened. Right. So you've got like a brand new PR Evo three Saturn ready to go. Literally, just put the new chassis on it when it got cold. So I've got the new twenty twenty chassis just sat there. Yeah, Martin, you were a big fan of the 2020 chassis. You you seem to be quite positive. When... Oh, the new chassis, yeah. They should have done that a year ago. Yeah, <clears> the <throat> old one, the uh, Evo chassis, was a bit flexible. Yeah, it just didn't work. So well, it's good yeah. they've gone to what they've gone to. And you've still got the four-wheel drive, which I just love that car. Oh, the four-wheel drive is just amazing. That's why uh, Lossie have copied it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I always say this when people say that, is glossy drivers don't care. They well, don't Stu, care. Who, Stu, yeah. Stu's still waiting for it. Have they not got them? Nope. Uh, well, I again, think it's on a slow boat from America via China. They'll get them soon and then I'll be the happiest people in the world. Just, just, just so many TLR people have been so unhappy for 10 years. <laughs> right. Um, they've got that sorted. So, you know, quickly, just you know, we're not going to go on about sick and PR for much longer. But you know, what sort of things are you looking to do as the sort of the team leader? You know, you know, I, I know you can organise teams really well. I know you can meetings. Is that is that kind of be your job? Yeah, basically looking after everybody, uh, finding new drivers, and obviously trying to push the brand forward with uh, Gareth. Yeah. And then the other one I always think that you always good for me was, you know, always making sure, you know, always making sure that questions get answered. You know, you know, you're obviously everyone's better than me, but you're much better at me at setting up all those things. Those questions. 
but sometimes it, I think that's really important in a team. If someone asks a question, that's my tip for the top, make sure it gets answered. You don't have to answer it. You know, well, but you need to make sure that it does. Well, that's it. It's always uh, trying to find the answer for the question and make sure it does get answered. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, I, I don't have those problems, of course, because I just asked Martin. You just give your car to anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have, I say, I think I said just before, I've ordered some, made a few macro orders, so I've ordered some new alloy diff. So I'm pretty sure I'll be able to rebuild a, an alloy diff in the next few weeks. Um, I tell you what I am going to do, guys. Um, Dan Austin put a post up last week on the RPRC sort of techno page um, regarding doing a take, you know, do a video of yourself changing a diff. Have either of you had a go at that? Have either of you done secret practice? No. No. Oh, well, okay. If you don't tell anyone what I've done, I haven't done my video yet, is I had a quick look at the manual, and do you know the four screws that sort of hold the top of the gearbox down, Martin? Yeah, yeah. You just left them out. No, no, no. I thought that'd be too obvious. I've put shorter ones in. Okay. So, you know, obviously they're quite long, those screws, because they obviously got to go right to the top and into the bottom part of the gearbox. So I've just found screws that hold it on properly, but are like four mil shorter. So that should just make it a bit easier. And as long So you're cheating? Well, it's slightly less cheap now I'm telling everyone what I'm doing. True. I'm not like that x-ray fella I saw who just took a chisel <laughs> to the back of his car. That was funny. That is a... a did you see that, Chris? No, I'm not seen that one. What's that? He actually chiselled his car apart. Yeah, that's exactly what he's done. Is, 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 that, is it Kyle? Was that the guy's name? Um, so, yeah. He's just got a big chisel. And he's just, like, tacked off the back. It was, it was an eighth car, so nobody cared. Yeah, well, well, there you go. <laughs> um, Probably so does think, better now. Well, yeah, it, you know, it doesn't, because he's chiselled his gift, diff case in half. Uh, to be honest, I don't think it was that much quicker. He's not going to be as quick as me. Now I've got these much shorter screws. But sorry, this has got old. So, Martin, I think if I just take those four screws out of my gearbox and then maybe just pop one of the shocks off at the top, that's all I need to do, isn't it? That's it. But I was thinking I, I do need to pop one of the shocks off the top, otherwise, it's just going to be a bit more difficult. Yeah, yeah. So, that's my tip for the top. So, if you see me doing really well, you know, nobody who listens to this mention shorter screws in my gearbox case, but they are literally four mil shorter. Um, yeah, I think you were one of the other reasons we were going to chat, Chris, was um, our good friend Stu Jones has sorted a, we're going to do some raffle chat now, um, sort of yep. a, a, a PR four wheel drive for the Ulverston raffle. Yeah, they've done a few different raffles, uh, like the Tamiya sort of kits and then he's uh, sort of approached me and asked, so me and my, myself and gareth have uh, put a deal together for him for a 401 right that'd be awesome um i, I I'm, I'm trying to control myself with these raffles because you've got ulverston doing that one which is a you know a brand new pr 401 kit which would be a great build for anyone to get onto um i did the other week i did neem's one yeah, they've done another one tonight as well, haven't they? Yeah, I some said tools. I wanted, yeah, I wanted some, some MIP and some Aramac tools, Martin. So I don't know if you're a fan of that. I'm generally not a fan of those things. But I think if a club's running them, then I'm well involved. 
So a full set of MIP tools is something I'm looking forward to. But as I do the draw, it's highly unlikely I'm going to win the neem one. Um, <laughs> so um, me and Martin um, have been playing Forza Online, Forza 7, to keep ourselves um, sane. We had a great race this Saturday, didn't we, Martin? Well, I did. You only did half a one, didn't you? Well, yeah. Um, I'd only practised on Hockenheim. I'd done virtually no practice on... Is it Mugello? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd done no practice on Mugello. So I just thought I'll sit there. I was doing okay until about lap six when Ross Nicholson, Alejandro, and then Alex Carter came and lapped me. So after that point, I just kept pulling out the way. And Hockenheim's not very, it's not very wide for a big NSA. Um, no. I thought I was doing much better on these new Mazda cars that we're using for you know, Seika and Sebring, but everyone else is still beating me by 10 seconds. A lap. I'm yeah, not sure. I saw a bit of your first one that you did the other week. Yeah, we, 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 tried, we, we tried to put a bit on the internet. We, we did a bit last week on Mixer, but we still can't get the rest of the chat done. Um, but, you know, I'm not saying Martin takes it seriously, but some of the other people do, don't they? Oh, they do. I didn't. I didn't practice until like an hour before. That was oh right. Oh, that's but you did quite well then, mate. Some of the guys I know were four seven every night. Yeah, I, I literally put it on at six o'clock that evening. That was it. I know wow. some lads are versing them with uh, like doing the virtual racing, and they've got like full rigs. I have. yeah. Oh, what what rig have you got, boss? I well, I've just got a play seat with a. With a Logitech G920, I think steering wheel and pedals. I think that might. I gotta say, I think that might make it easier because some go into a corner and I've gone too, you know, steering too much. Yeah, I can't let off a bit. If I let off, the basically car wants to go straight. Then all it's I know the... is it, it gives you a workout because you're fighting because you got the feedback. You're like fighting it the whole time. And after yeah. a, a good hour on there, you, you, you can feel it in your arms. Okay. Or in my, case, in my case, you get off of it, you go and put it back into the corner of the room where it's meant to be so your wife doesn't moan too much and pull a muscle, pull a muscle in your back and can't move for three days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mentioned that, mate. That I hurt myself playing video games. <laughs> what, what, the lesson we've learned there is, mate, you shouldn't put it back. No, I should just left it in the middle of the living room. Yep, that's what, that's what Paulie does. Just leaves us in the middle of the room. Yeah. I wish oh, I mate, had. Well, we're, we're enjoying Forza 7. I enjoy Warzone a bit. Uh, are you doing anything else to keep yourself sane, Chris? Uh, take it, dog, for a lot of walks. And then I'm playing the VRC on the laptop. And I've uh, just acquired a steering wheel transmitter off one of my mates. And uh, that's interesting. So, sorry, is that the VRC steering wheel, or have you just got a steering wheel thing and that's what you plugged in? Uh, just got a cheap transmitter steering wheel off one of my mates oh. and uh, trying that for the first time. Well, I was going to say, I know you're a stick man like me. Yeah, I thought, I'll give it a try. I've got a few weeks before we start racing again, and yeah, it ain't working. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is not good. I keep asking people, to. I want someone to go, it was dead easy. Give it a couple of weeks and you'll be fine. No, I mean, I think it's part of VRC as well, but the steering is just so sensitive. You just touch it and cars away. 
even if you turn the sensitivity down on it. So, and then obviously trying to get used to the steering wheel is yeah, it's something else. Well, okay. Um, also, I think Hag, our our good friend Alexander Hagberg put a lot of information up about VRC on his Facebook. Um, so I think if you're into there, maybe look at a lot of people when they say VRC settings. It's all about your settings. Yeah, that's it. Because uh, I know, like the Bury lads, they've got a, a series up they're doing, and they're using the eighth electric buggy and just going into stock rather than modified. So it's a lot slower. Well, Birdie needs a slower car. Well, yeah, he's not good enough. Not good enough. Um, you know, I think it's important. I think we've done really well. We've mentioned. The Ulverston raffle. Check out the Ulverston Facebook page or Stu Jones's Facebook page. There was a great group in name where there are raffles for some MIP and tools. That's great. Um, I'm sure because you've come on, you'll be able to somehow get get me hold hold of one of the new one or racing um, turnbuckle benches. They look good. Well, yeah, there's quite a bit of new stuff coming out from one up, and uh, hopefully, I'll be getting quite a bit of it. Well, I look for order two of those turnbuckle benches because they look they do look uh, nice, <laughs> and, and I can steal them, um, or I'll just pretend it's like when I've got three hoodie wheel removers. You mean you, you, you mean you'll borrow it and never give it back? Yeah, but basically that's I'm, I'm honest, and that's the thing. Um, other bits I've seen is um, I tell you who I've seen it. Well, we mentioned him last week, mate. Um, Army Callum seems to be knocking out. Some great shells. He's started a, a Facebook page called Race Paints, and he's um he's spraying up, so he's doing some nice shells actually. Considering he's only been doing it four or five weeks, he's um he's certainly got the hang of it. Yeah, I think he was saying something about he's actually put an old penguin for the yeah, to get the yeah. get the body sent straight to there. Yep. Yeah, some of some of his shells look pretty good as well. Yeah, he's doing a good job with them, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't need one because Ad Park said he'd do one for me. So fine. What paint it white? Well, he he sent sent me a lot of pictures, and I said, "No, I want a fa- really fancy white one." Um, but, sure. Speaking also of deals, why I just remembered? Did anyone see the um tire deal that Inside Line were doing? Oh, I, I, I can't remember. Go on. Well, they they did a, They were doing a deal. They had a, a video that you watched, and then there was a code at the end of the video that you enter in. I think it was like ten percent off off of if you spend over five percent. Oh, did 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 you spend over, over five, five grand? Yeah, over five grand. <laughs> you spent like five grand's worth of tires. Yeah, um, over five pounds, you get ten percent off, and then like a huge list of tires. So. If you're if you're looking at getting some tires cheap, it's probably a good place to go. Oh yeah, I've got to buy some darts. I've got none. They got they've got a few. I looked on their website. They've got a few tires. Oh, they yeah. got livestock. They have, yeah. Oh well, I, to us, I am a big fan of livestock. Yeah, yeah Gareth's cool. just started getting some tires, and I think he's doing Schumacher and uh, Proline and Ballistics. Yeah, that's exactly what they've got. They got Schumacher. Ballistics and pro lines on offer. Well, I'm so. gonna I'm gonna say something, and it must be right because Mark Nowen said it a good few weeks ago. I think we should be. I've seen a lot of people 
put a lot of posts up saying we should, you know, and when all this is finished, that we should all buy British and go on British holidays. And I yeah. think, well, the amount of people driving Schumacher this summer is just going to be immense. Because obviously <laughs> they're just, they're just going to buy the British make, aren't they? And they're all with Schumacher tyres, Schumacher darts, because that's the, you know, that's the, I can't even think of the word, that's the, that's the British thing to do. You know, that's the thing that can help our nation is buying lots of Schumacher tyres when we get out. I'm not, I've not, I've bought none, but you know, I'm just going to have to keep buying tyres when we, we finally get out, mate. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be amazing. Um, just, you know, a set of darts every run. That, that, well, that's not going to happen. Set of darts every day. It'll be amazing. I think, and again, I think a lot of us will go and support our local clubs. I think some of the clubs are um, certainly thinking about putting some, you know, little events on, you know, maybe Saturday, Sunday meetings on, get out, you know, Southport, we had our, we, we were going to spend this summer sorting out our new indoor venue. You know, that's closed with everything else now. Yeah, our ramp works. Yeah, because obviously you can't have a skate park. So, you know, well, let's see if that comes out. Because, you know, it, let, let's say if we, we get to a situation where it could be September, then we're indoors. You know, we, I know the weather's great now, but you can't be racing in Southport outdoors. And historically, you can't be racing Southport in September. We'll just, we just don't know. It's just going to be, we'll see what it is. Um, I think, you know, before we wrap up, because we've been doing this for some time, I, I think it's important for me to sort of thank us is to thank everybody who is listening to our podcast um i know me and martin spoke about it before um if you want trends actually you know maybe listening listens to the new episode of probably slightly down you know i've said i've not listened to a, a podcast until 100 and the bar one from Mar- since march but actually episode people have must be going back and looking at favorite episodes and listen then because we're still doing really well and as we're not talking about RC racing you know it's really nice it gives me and and Joey something to do and something to look forward to and I think certainly for me I'm sure Martin will echo my words that it's it's great for us we like to think about what's going on we like to think what we're going to do and all that but you know, and it, it, it's something that we really, and maybe during this period, don't from Bruno or Joe Bornhorst or Ryan Cavalieri. You just don't need them. That people are, are still listening to us and, and putting up with us, and you know, at this moment in time, and I know Chris is a big fan and has, 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 has helped us a lot. You know, these are the times when we really have to thank everybody for, for, for just being nice and still supporting all the stuff that we do. It, it's great. Um, I nearly, on Sunday, got my table out my back of my car and set it up in the garage. It, 
not to do any racing, just to put my table off. <laughs> then put me charger in, plug it into the thing, just so I can take a picture of me. Because it just seems like a long time. But we will get through. Sorry. And then the last bit. Speaking is, of, of, of racers doing things, just while I remember, did either of you see that Ryan Mayfield video with his speed run car on YouTube? Chris, did you see it? No, I missed that one. I've seen, I've sort of seen the aftermath of it. That's what, that's what I'm on about when he crashed yeah. it. If you want to <laughs> see what a car looks like when it hits a concrete curb at 80 miles an hour, check that video out. Um, I've Tom- never seen drive shafts bend like that. Tommy yeah. phoned me before the video would finish. <laughs> he phoned me going, you've got to watch it. And I must be yeah, mate, they were unbelievable. Yeah, yeah some crazy good. videos out there. I mean, you know, people with tracks in the back garden. Yeah, um, the guys from I don't. Apparently, it's quite common though. I've not seen it. People have got their phones to count car laps. Have you seen these things? Yeah, there's a, uh, a couple of apps out in there. There's is it? Uh, one I, last... I I shared one the last the other day, but you actually you like it. Captures your car as it goes past on just a picture. You know, it just sees a blue car go past and then it counts your lap. What an amazing thing for guys who are racing in their back gardens. You know, it might not be accurate enough to run a race meeting, I don't know. But it must be 10 times better running knowing, you know, 19 of your 20 laps are counted. Uh, I think Mal did say that sometimes, like a big, if a big bee flies, it sometimes that counts that as a lap. Yeah, I think I saw in his video when he was doing it, he was going past and it counted a lap before he even got to it, didn't it? Yeah, but I think something like that. And again, Mal and, and I'm going to forget their names, and Tony and oh, Paul and Matthew, you know, there's another, um, I'm glad when I can force people to do these things. You know, <laughs> and there's another RC podcast from the, the Bang Average Racing guys. Now, they came on our podcast probably 12 months ago, of two of them did, and they went out and did their own podcast. Have any of these guys listened to it? Yeah, I listened to that yesterday. Yeah, it's funny. It, once, I know some Americans moan at my accent and how quickly I talk, so it might, it might not travel as well as this because their accents are amazing. Oh, I loved uh, it. I thought it was great. I, mate, I thought, I laughed. I, I, I sent them a message and said, look, I laughed within the first two minutes. Yeah, same, yeah. I did the same thing. Um, so, there, so there is a Bang Average Racing podcast, RC podcast. I think I, it's difficult to tell. I think there's four or five lads who just sat there and chatted about what they'd done. And I've spoken to um, Matt today, um, and he thinks they'll probably try and get another one. Um, so that, that's another thing, guys, we can check out. We've had another 300 episodes. We've got this brand new one. And it was real. I really enjoyed the, 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 the laughter and the joy and the unscripted happiness of racing and times that have, have gone past. And I think, again, I hope they keep it up. We, we keep getting stuff from then. Um, is that it? Is there anything else, guys, we want to mention before we say goodbye? Nope. That's fine then. Chris, as you are auditioning from Joey's job, 
um, your position six in the queue. Um, yeah. Would you like to thank your sponsors? Yeah, I'd just like to thank uh, PR Racing UK, 6K Racing and Gareth, uh, SRT Servos, McLan, and 1UP Racing. Yeah, and that's the one, because I think that 1UP stuff looks really good. Randy Caston seems like a really nice fella. Um, and Martin, would you like to thank your sponsors? Yes, yeah, so I'd like to thank John, RC Octane, all the guys at Schumacher, which are still sending stuff out, which is great. Um, Richard RDT for his stickers. And also, I got a new one. I have a new one. Brilliant. So I, I got uh, in contact with a, a, a company in Plymouth called The Shirt Press, which he makes yep. um, printed T-shirts. So I can get some some T-shirts with RC Octane and Schumacher on them just to please them both. Um, and I did just notice he's actually running a competition this week to win a fully printed pro version of his T-shirt. All we got yeah, to do is but- like and share the post. I liked and shared that, mate. I've done that already. Yeah, I think I did that last week as well. Yeah, so if uh, if, you, if anyone's out there and they want a chance of winning a, a free printed, ready to go race T-shirt, just uh, if you look on my Facebook wall, you'll you'll see it there, and you can like and go to the original post and like and share it. What's it called again? The shirt press. The shirt press, and that mate, I, I I did see it was a great picture. I certainly liked and shared it. And you're never going to mention this, so I'm going to have to keep bringing this up. Mate, you're also starting off with your own, um, no problem saying small business, sort of helping <laughs> people with their small sort of their social media accounts. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, you know, you, know, you would mention. It. I think you were saying you've you've sort of a certain thing you've sort of helped with people today. What was that? Yeah, one of the things that seems to come up quite a bit is people not replying, businesses not replying to messages on their on their on their page. So I managed to help a guy. A lot of people don't understand. You can turn an automatic reply on and um, get it. So when you send a business page a message, you at least get acknowledgement that they they've seen it and they will get back to you. You know, it, it took the guy's business from like from that response rate being like 70% up to like 90% in a week. So, yeah, certainly an eye opener and seeing a lot of, it seems a lot of people have Facebook pages but don't exactly know what they're doing with it. So if, you, if there's anyone out there that needs a bit of help with one, give me a shout. It's a day one. It's on Facebook and the website, www.day1.co.uk. Mate, that's brilliant. I think you should have that on your T-shirt as well. Yeah, yeah, it will be on my T-shirts. Mate, that's brilliant. Uh, that's... He's going to be as factory as Joey soon. I will be one day. I'm near, i got a long way to go. long way to go. Well, uh, so that reminds me, I saw Koto Akimoto's new race T-shirt. He's like three steps ahead of Joey. Is it like uh, four? Like it, it is four. And I don't oh, think yeah, he Koto... was on Facebook before, wasn't it? It's big list. Yeah, and I don't think Koto's the tallest fella in the world, so it literally goes all the way down the floor. But you know, coach is a lovely fella. You know, but, but these are the things that, that we I love about RC. Uh, one of the things that has annoyed me, which because most people will have turned off, is that sometimes people I've seen a few posts go around on Facebook pages. I know Martin's also cut me down straight away here, but then I see people say, "Oh, look, this is my business. You need to invite all my friends." 
invite all your friends to like your page. Now, my understanding of Facebook, and I do spend a bit of time on it, and sadly read about these things, is that's <laughs> maybe not actually the best thing you can do for your Facebook. If you've got a, a dog walking business in Crawley, there's no point me liking because whatever you do is going to lead to people who live in the northwest and not concentrate on the people in Crawley. Um, it even works on, I love the discussion about Facebook algorithm. It's also not going to help your algorithm if you've got, if you have a page, you might as well be better off having a page of 100 people with 20 people liking and commenting on it than having a page of 1,000 people and 100 people liking and commenting. Facebook takes consideration about the percentages of your responses. Now, that doesn't mean if you've got any kind of RC Facebook page with any kind of content, send me an invite. Okay? But actually, if you've got a little shop and, you know, some, some, you know in Illinois, then I might not like your page if it's just a shop. That's because it's just not going to help your shop. Is that about right, Martin? You're the, you're uh, the expert. That, yeah, here. that is what... I learned the weekend, and yeah, they're very true. So just be careful of those things. But obviously, if you're like a, a person who takes, and also, while well, I'm ranting about this, is if you've got a page, I don't care how many people like it, but if you've got nothing on it, or you've just started it, then I'm not going to like your page. Okay? <laughs> if, you, if you've got more, you do loads, but you know, I, wanna, I will check to see what's gone on to see if you know there's there's been two or three weeks worth of posting okay so just be careful of those things you know don't you need to invite people but then again if you see someone like i'll tell you who did was it sean berryman helped with his the local village like did, remembrance yeah. thing got a bit of graffiti again, yeah he got some graffiti and cleaned it up and he cleaned it up and did sort of those things out now you know, you know see I'm saying don't like Sean Berryman's page. I am saying I am actually saying I don't like Sean Berryman's page. But you know, if he posts something, like it and get involved, and if it's shared, those are the things we can. We probably bored everyone now. And yeah, probably. I, I haven't told anyone else. We now get stats about when people turn off. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, I'll show you. I'll, I'll take a picture of those, and you'll just say, "Oh, it goes well." There's most people have just walked out the door. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'd of course before we go. I'd like to thank the hashtag Schumacher family for everything that they've done for me. You know, I've I've spoken to I don't often do this, but you know, I've spoken to Moors recently, and every, and I got an email while we're on. They might have been picked and is on its way. You know, always think to help think about the guys at TQ Model stuff they did do for Neem and the stuff that if they've got in stock, they'll send it out. You know, Chris Stewart is not going to the Gabon next week. He's at home like all the sensible people. So he'll, all the stuff will be sent out as quickly as possible. And they're happy to send it out to everyone. And if you want to laugh, they've started a, a new raffle. And I'm sure either me or maybe one of the superstars now will, will get those don't pick stuff picked. You know, please like and share this podcast. Please like and share all the podcasts, including the ones that we've already made. And the ones, you know, like the Voice RC who had area on this week. Just do that. Please like and share Michael's video videos and these are the because these are the things that I know we get loads of them now, but they'll be around. Okay. Uh, and Tommy will always shout that I've always got to mention 
he he watched Trisha's videos about the LRP speedo settings, and Tommy had his torque set up the wrong way. So he was making it go one way. Actually, he should have been doing the other. So if you watch these things, you're definitely going to get a bit of info. That's enough. Chris, thank you very much for your time. You're welcome, guys. Martin, thank you for your time. No problem. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Tony Bishop, for turning up. Thanks for Joey for telling us about his really quick forklift truck. <laughs> and fingers crossed, we might hear him next week. Okay? Cheers, guys. See you later. See ya. Bye. Bye.